What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Drunk Discussions. Today, I am joined with Paul and Logan. Logan, what you drinking on today, buddy? Good chat. Good chat. Got to turn, turn the mic on. I want to turn the mic on there, guys. Uh, yeah, about well, that. All right. Well, let's just, uh, I am. Uh, oh, <laughs> let's just pretend that didn't happen. Can we um, start over? Yeah, can we just yeah, start? yeah. Let's start over. No, we can't start over. The yeah, viewers or the listeners would love this shit. Are you kidding no, me? No, they wouldn't. Start over. <laughs> you know, what? let's leave it in. Fuck it. All right. Whatever. What? Anyways, what are you drinking on, Logan? Uh, I'm back to the classics, Woodford Reserve, this evening. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. What are you drinking on, Paul? So, uh, while I was gone vacation, I was able to have a big old haul of bourbon because that's I was excited for that. And um, while we were gone, they had a Booker's release here up in Ohio. So I sent some friends and my friend Sean sent some friends and we got a good stash of the first release for 2021 on these Booker's. And I got to try it for the first time. Booker's? Booker's, not Booger's. Booger's are good too, I guess. But um, no, this is the best bourbon I've ever had. 10 out of 10. Logan, I can't wait for you to try it someday. It is nutty. 10 out of 10. Definitely I... a taste test, right? Oh, yeah. I gave Sean one today, actually. It was quite humorous. He said it smells like nuts. It did. It smells it like a nutty aroma. But when you drink it, you definitely get a hint of like vanilla and caramel. Mm, caramel and vanilla. I am drinking. Vanilla. I, uh, I'm getting hit with a tropical storm as we're recording. Uh, so I did a little Costco run. I bought. The hell was that? I so bought is, a, the, is this a hurricane party? We're having yeah. a hurricane party right now. Yeah, so I went to Costco and I bought a whole bunch of water because, you know, new home ownership are fucking, it's a fucking nightmare is what it is, but our water doesn't work anymore. What? Yeah, so, no, the the fuckers that installed it didn't install the electrical boxes correctly, so it short-circuited all of the pumps and everything like that. The panels are fried. Uh, There was water behind it and everything, so I was like, all right, fuck it. So I went and I bought about like 12 gallons of water and then three cases of water. And I was like, all right, we'll do that. But I also <laughs> bought a bottle of vodka. <laughs> yeah. I also bought a gallon of vodka, uh, American vodka, which I guess is basically Tito's. And then I bought a, a, a is this a liter? What is this? Can I have a liter of cola? Yeah. A liter of Dulce Vidia, Vidaya, Dulce Vidaya, which is an organic tequila. I don't know. I, I haven't even cracked the seal on this one yet. So fucking gringo. I love Love this. Let me go ahead and crack the seal. And everyone, take a shot. Prost. Did you hear that one? Was that I a... did. That was a good one. That was a good one. Oh, it's orgasmic. Oh, wow. That is so good. $25 for this bottle and a gallon of vodka. Let's roll that intro. What happened was we, were, we got caught up in a drunk discussion, and then he burned the bacon. Where we talk about everything and know nothing. You know what I mean? So it's, it kind of seems like a win-win-win. Here's Gerald. Come <laughs> on, everybody, I'm dead. <laughs> Just draw a dick on it. It's not offensive. It's a dick. Everyone's got a dick nowadays. You tell me more, because I don't know anything about it. Oh, Flapper's a 1920s dancer, you motherfucker. Um, got a lot of bagels. I like my bagels. Chug 30. Cheers. Salute. I mean, this shit's free, right? Monday morning. 
time on it. Discussions. Welcome back, listeners. We are happy to have you this week, and we have some very interesting topics to go over today, don't we, fellas? We do. Yes. Beauty. Beauty. All right. So, uh, in all seriousness, I have a question for you guys. If True, I buddy. told you that I was going to give you a million dollars, would you take it? No holds barred. Like nothing. There's no catch. Just here's a million dollars. No dick fondling. Nothing like that. No sexual. No gurgle favors. the gravy. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I absolutely. I take a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think if I was in your, if I was in those shoes, I would probably take the million dollars too. But let me ask you another question. If I told you that I would give you ten million dollars, but you die, you don't wake up tomorrow. Do you take it? Mm, no. Yeah, no, probably not. Because you can't. I got a kid on the way. Yeah. Well, no, Connery, that would set your kid up for a long time. I don't know. Would you sacrifice yourself? No, Lauren would fucking blow her head off if I died. (laughs) Yeah, with ten million dollars, she'd be like, "All right, time to find a new baby daddy." (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. No, I couldn't enjoy that money. Then you know what I mean. You don't have time to enjoy it. I couldn't blow ten million dollars in a day. Million dollars though. A million dollars is really easy to reinvest to make ten million dollars though in a short period of time. Yeah, a small loan of a million dollars. There you go. <laughs> I was gonna say it. Fuck, you beat me to it. But um, no. So the reason I asked that is what I just heard from you guys is that ten million dollars is what it's worth to wake up tomorrow. So why are you so concerned about money? Because gas, I just put a hundred dollars into my gas tank. That's what. Because <laughs> I'm a poor ass motherfucker, Logan. I get that. I get that. But and you know, that's a good, when you wake up tomorrow, that right. was just worth ten money, million dollars or more. Money right? doesn't really matter. I guess what you're you're getting at, like life itself and being awake, costs is worth more. Which yes, you're right. Um, yeah. But in order to enjoy your life in this in this capitalist world that we live in, um, you kind of gotta have some money, buddy. Oh, no yeah. doubt. That's a great question. Like if you're on a suicide hotline and one of those like trust fund babies calls in and he's like, everything's wrong, money, money. And then you you ask that question. He's like, whoa, I'm not going to kill myself now. Could work. Could backfire really quickly. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just get one of those motivation apps, you know. That always works. Uh, you and your Wait, damn watch. Were you reading that one day? I was dying. We were playing a game, and all he, all Logan did during the whole game was just read motivational quotes, and they so, worked perfectly. No, we we weren't playing a game. We had a friend who was opening up to us about That's some, right. yeah, some emotional Personal. things, and I didn't know what to say. And you guys were giving great advice, and I'm just over here looking at my application like. Oh God! Is there any quotes that are gonna make sense for this? Oh God! Um, uh, humans are a work in progress. Uh, y- you'll never know how it feels if you don't do it, so you might as well do it and not regret it later. Um, that would be a terrible, uh, terrible thing uh, for the suicide hotline. Uh, persistence is the quality of winners. Successful people never give up. Uh, oh, that's and, a good and one. He's you might as well do it now, up. though. Will lead to a shotgun. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> You, you right, really this, need to be selective on that watch. <laughs> all right, guys, this this podcast might... is just going to be me reading motivational quotes <laughs> for the next 55 minutes. To be fair, though, it was so unorthodox and it just ballpark out of the ballpark when you were reading them. It made us all laugh. And I think it, it lightened the mood heavily. You um, might be an introvert when you read your watch for motivational quotes. What do I say to make them feel better? Uh, well, Helen Keller wait, wait. once said. 
wait, don't you have a degree in like like psychiatry? Psychiatry, yeah, it's like psychology, isn't it? Yeah, sociology, psychology, criminal justice. Oh my! If there's anyone that could talk someone off a ledge, I would hope it would be you. Nah, don't trust me with that. <laughs> it's a bad idea. That's how people you, end up. You yeah. have a dog. It'll wonder where you're at. You you play the guitar too, right, Logan? Uh, yeah. So you would just you would just Jim carry it, just oh, standing at the window. Go Which ahead and would. step off that. Yeah, <laughs> step off that ledge. My friend, cut ties oh. with all the lies. All right, that you've um, been living in. Speaking of lies that you've been living in, um, we've been lied to, guys. What? Put Arrow on that fucking, down. Yeah, put on your fucking tin hats. Oh, tin hats. are we are we doing slur spirits? See, run off the Ritko. Yeah, why not? Um, I mean, do we have any weekly updates? Oh, uh, wait. Yes. Dep. 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 The man Dep. won. Well, one majority of his case. What? All but like two people? No, all but one thing. Like, I guess Amber Heard got like two million dollars for one of the things that one of the three statements that she said, I guess, was proven right. So like out of the 19, I'm guessing that he said only one was proven to be wrong. So $13 million Depp got and she got two and she's she he went for 50. Like, isn't it feel like kind of a short stat? It is, but. I have a serious question, though. How does that even work? Like, if you win, so, like, when you have a number of charges and you, you know, win so many and you lose so many, do they just deduct that from what you pay the other party, or do you actually pay the other party I that amount? You know what I mean? the same fucking thing. I was like, so she won two, he won 13. Does I was he like, only so get, 11? get 11? Yeah, but I don't think, I think it's probably, like, transfer of bank accounts, and it's like, oh, there we go. It's probably paper trailed, you know. Yeah, just to but make sure thing. that like they actually. I'm so excited so that... to see her homeless on the corner of the street asking That's for terrible. money. No, I don't she want. She only her has two million dollars. Plus everything else she's ever learned. Or she earned. has eight million to her name, and she's got to pay him thirteen. You know, and it's not like she's going to be casted for anything unless it's like a casting couch, right? Oh, I mean, you'd watch it. Yeah, Amber Turd, the OnlyFans. Oh no! It's it a bunch would probably... of scat porn. It would probably fucking blow up. Knowing the internet and how disgusting people are, that would blow up. Amber, would, you have an idea now. It's literally just scat porn. She's just shitting on people. This is horrible. Instead of two girls, one cup, it's one Amber, one pillow. Oh. <laughs> one Amber, one Serta. Oh, no. We're definitely going to hell. <laughs> I'll What's meet the you purple guys there. What's a purple company? What's that called? Purple. It's called purple. purple. One Amber, one purple. Yeah, it doesn't flow guys, as well. No. Are those like uh are those quality products? I have to know. They Purple? are. I have the the pillow. They have a bed. I want to get the bed, but the pillow is fucking fantastic. I don't know. There's actually a conspiracy theory behind Purple right now. Like what they've been doing. They've been doxing. So on YouTube, you've got a lot of these mattress reviewers. Mm-hmm. And one mattress reviewer actually got his YouTube channel shut down by Purple because uh he was reviewing the product and he was like, there's literally plastic dust coming off of this and it's collecting and it's and it can cause um, um, breathing problems. Right. Emphysema. Yeah. And he brought it up. He was like, honestly, I wouldn't rate this a good mattress because it, it doesn't seem to be good. It falls apart. It degrades. It creates this uh, plastic dust that you're inhaling while you sleep. No shit. And I look at my pillow now. I just got that bitch. 
And, and yeah, fucking look at it. I guarantee you, you get little crumbles, but he released that YouTube video and they doxed him and then sent him a, a cease and desist letter. And then his YouTube channel had to get shut down because of it. That's bullshit over rates. And like, this is fucking America. He has a free speech to say that. Like, fuck them. Yeah. That, but, that upsets me. I didn't know this. Yeah. That's why I I've never thinking, bought into purple. Well, I was thinking it was more something along the lines of like people found out that red and blue got together and created this product you know and it was pretty controversial fuck you <laughs> that's a funny one i had to i'm sorry it's a colorblind think... joke because we're both colorblind and they're the only if... colors we can see yeah i'm just proud that i know what red and blue are but um well Connor, it's our logo you... it's literally our logo <laughs> <laughs> i can't see it um connery if you ever need dad jokes just hit me up guaranteed not to make your children laugh okay i heard a joke that um uh, it was an abortion joke. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm going to hold off on that one. That's kind of a touchy <laughs> subject nowadays. It's something along the lines of... There's like, always touchy jokes. I mean, why shit, I hear them all the time at work, too. Oh, Why Why didn't the aborted fetus get the joke? Because he wasn't born yesterday. Was, yeah, it was a bad I joke. I saw that one. It was a terrible dad joke. Yeah. Oof. Honestly, and I mean, we had a lot of people that loved our dad jokes. But we also had way more that were like, eh, we like your conspiracy more. So that's kind of why we're leaning this way now. It seems that more of our listeners are wanting us to focus on Slurspiracy news. That's fine. Let's take a shot and get into it then. Amen. Cheers, brothers. Should I do vodka or tequila? You can mix clear. You liquors, won't right? do both. You um, won't do both. I'll sip on a. I bought a Arizona mango tea. I was gonna mix the vodka in that and then just drink tequila. Sounds like Mama raised a bitch. Yeah, I mean she was on the podcast. So you heard her. She was like, "Connery is a bitch." Yeah, she did say that. But uh, you're yeah, not her favorite. So, have you heard about S four? Yeah, like at Area Fifty One. No, I was talking about the Audi. Oh. Uh, no, yeah. yeah yes, area, both of those. Yeah, Area 51. So there's this thing we were digging in. So one of the talking points somebody brought up, they're like, well, why don't you talk about Hitler's secret base in uh, Antarctica? And I was like, why don't we just talk about secret bases in general? And I, I went down the fucking rabbit hole with this one. I found, I found those really deep, dark patriotism type of shit. What, Paul? So are we getting to the, the bottom or the base of slurspiracy yeah you just got to open up slide down and next thing you know you're on the base giggity yeah it's, <laughs> it's so got wait, a pull what did, cord what, what did you find out that we all don't already know about s4 because like everyone's listened to the podcast with joe rogan and whatever his name is that used to work or says he worked at s4 well i guess i'm talking about project looking glass i don't know if that was a oh, okay. part of it go on what, to did, did he talk about this I don't know. A little bit, but not very. He was more into the alien things, you know, that we've talked about before. But what's the Project Looking Glass? Our viewers might not know about that. Okay, so let's just assume everyone knows about Area 51. And I'll say that because just, what, two years ago, they're like, let's raid Area 51. And it was a bunch of kids. Yeah, uh, they did we're not going to get shot. Yeah, right. And um, so everyone knows about Area 51. However, there's this level, level 4-2, known as Alice's Floor. Uh, some associate with that as being located in Area 51. So Alice's floor, though, has a project looking glass. It's a project that surrounds a looking glass device. The device utilizes quantum technology, enabling the users to remote view the past or future using their consciousness to guide them. 
basically sounds like an LSD trip in my eyes. But anyways, I'll get into it a little bit more. It is believed that this device is how Q, or QAnon, Trump, the White Hat Military Alliance, and everyone else knows every single move the deep state makes before they actually make it. They're, they're fortune tellers almost with this thing. The technology allows the White Hats to plan ahead and expose... This is a mouthful, goddamn. The deep state Freemason Illuminati Jesu Kazarian globalist Luciferian cabal for their corruption and crimes against humanity, including the depopulization. What? Yep. What depopul- side are you on? I, I, like I said, I don't even know. It's something a mathematics site. Humorous oh, mathematics. It's not biased by any means. The fro- you turn a fucking frog's gay. Well. It look it, it and it talks about we've talked about depopulization before, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. Yeah. So it leans into the, including the depopulization via genetic bio warfare packaged as COVID nineteen. <laughs> Equally, the cabal has also accessed this t- technology, and for that reason, they know that no matter what they try to do to change the timeline to a negative timeline, they cannot stop the collective consciousness from waking its vibration, thus increasing dis- dis- uh, disconcernment, also known as the Great Awakening. Uh, and they actually have photos of Alice's floor and the equipment that's involved on it. Some people have even referred it back to uh, Stargate, you know, Stargate SG-1. You remember that video, yeah, uh, yeah. movie, TV series? Um, but yeah, they're saying that everything from, you know, Democrats using it to control the black population all the way down to DOD, uh, Department of Defense servers, everything like that's all associated with this Project Looking Glass and that's all found on level four. So my question is, when do they ex- they think this project was made? Like, how long have we been, quote unquote, using this device? Um, it just so happens that it, it it became known around the time Trump got elected, which is weird. Oh, so this wasn't like we've had it for a while. No, it, I wouldn't say that long. It's about twenty twenty, beginning of twenty twenty. Oh, I would say if this thing was made in like the nineties, I've been like, well. Why couldn't it have predicted 9-11? It, it just so happens that it was released March 16th of 2020, which just so happens to be a certain time when the world kind of shut down, you know? Mm-hmm. So it sounds like somebody sat in their attic, was like, oh, let me just smoke this plant and write, and that's what they came up with. And I, I can get behind the deep state Freemason Illuminati Jesu Kazarian Globalist Luciferian Cabal. Uh, you can't. You can't get by. Say that ten times fast. Uh, <laughs> I, I, can't. I can't. I can't. I can't say it you once. Lost so props at, to you. You lost me at Freemason. <laughs> yeah. Wait. So okay. So you were just out here assuming, Paul, that everybody knows what S four is. What the hell is S four? I don't know what S four is. It's a level. That's a level. Are you kidding me? In the yeah, base. Judge me. You don't know. Like, did you not listen to the uh, the interview uh, with Joe Rogan and? Oh, fuck. What is his name? Hold on. Yeah, I know. Crazy. I didn't listen to an episode of Joe Rogan. Inform me. I am. I'm upset. I want to get his name right. Um, I know it. And now I forgot it. Um, what is his fucking name? There can't be something I don't know. You have to tell me about it. Well, in a short sense, right? So on Joe, on Joe Rogan. Oh, that's right. Okay. So his name is Bob Lazar, right? Bob Lazar. Yeah. Yeah, you know who Bob Lazar is back in the eighties. He he came out and he didn't show his face because he was scared how the public would react with the information that he had. Uh, but he was a 
uh, a guy who went to, I believe it was like MIT and all these schools um, for like propulsion or other forms of propulsion engines. And they, you know, got him. He started working at Area 51. when they fly him in and everything. And he went over the story of what he's seen and what he's got to work on. And some of them were absolutely bonkers. Um, so when he came out, he did a blackface, like not blackface, but like a shadow where they couldn't see who was talking and they muffled his voice. Um, but after he finally came out and released his statement officially, all of a sudden, all of his documentations were gone. All of his credentials were wiped from all universities. And there are people saying that they saw him in class at the school, like he's in the yearbooks, like he has all this memorabilia of when he went. He's like, dude, I definitely like I can break down propulsion engines and, and explain it to you on a, on a you know molecular and chemical level. He's like, I have the degrees like I I don't care what they say. This is what I'm doing. And he's stuck by the same fucking story. I give him that since the 80s. I might have been early or late 70s. But either way, uh, he was going over how. um they had these crafts and there was, I believe he said nine, nine or 10 crafts total. Every single one of them were different. I might add you, they weren't the same craft slogan, which is creepy. And also like we talked about last podcast, like more than one species, potentially or whatever. Um, all of them using different types or variations of similar types of propulsion systems. None of them leaving trails. None of them using what we know as modern you know engines today and pretty much what s4 is is a recreation lab and it was more than just propulsion they did a lot of different experiments where they would find something that they could not explain or our government could not explain and not just them but also third-party companies would come in and try to recreate like this reverse this, engineering yeah reverse engine they would reverse engineer all of this equipment i'm gonna drink to that because it's gets even creepier so he says and he says, I can't remember exactly because it was so long ago. He said he remembered walking down a hallway and they tell you like not to look through the windows and stuff like that. Just follow them on their butt. They have a scan in where you have to scan your fingerprints and your ID badge and everything once you get off the plane. So they fly you into Area 51. You get out. Then you scan your ID badge. Then you scan your fingerprints. Then you go into this base and then they drive you to S4, which is a separate base on Area 51. So it's like you're already in a you know, top secret base. Then there's a secret secret base inside Area 51. Secret like what? tunnel. Secret tunnel. But regardless, he said that he saw what he thought was some men talking to a small, very, very small skinny man. He's like, I'm not going to say it was an alien. He's like, some people interpret it that way. It was just so fast. I can't give you an honest representation of what I saw. Um, but he said what he does know is that he was working on a craft with a propulsion system that would make almost like a force field. It would change the gravitation around the ship itself. Uh, and that would warp the space and time around the craft itself. So that's how they're able to fly at what we see as limitless speeds because there is no drag. There is no gravity around it. Like it's their control. It it's essentially like a, it's essentially like a planet, like it has its own atmosphere, yeah. basically, which is why right. it can it can Do manipulate its surroundings so it can just fly through it as fast as it fucking wants. Yeah. Um, so some people don't believe Bob Lazar and they're like, you know, he's full of shit. He did this for publicity. But at the same point, this man has checks and was making good money from a government facility and decided what he saw was going against everything he believed in at the time and that he felt like the u.s public or u.s government and the public of the u.s needed to know so in my mind like 
if you're taking that big of a risk, you're getting these nice of paychecks and you're taking that big of a risk to open up and like, you know, showcase the secrets that this, that our government has been hiding. I feel like part of it's got to be believable, you know, like to each his own, but I kind of believe the man. I really do. Yeah. Does he I, think I mean, the world is flat. No, no, that's a definite no. Like what? They even, okay, here's another reason why it's creepy and why it's weird. Here's where he got me. And then his friends came in and backed him. So in the eighties, before he left the facility, they had testing at night where they would, they, Logan, they flow, they flew these machines. Some of them were capable still of flight that we had. And they did tests in the Nevada desert. And he knew when they did it. One night when he wasn't there, he took his friends with the tapes and everything. And his friends there saw the craft flying, recorded the craft flying. And then as they're doing this, you know, people pulled up on them and like were talking to him. Like that's how he finally got caught and how he decided to come out is like he was like, guys, if you don't believe me, come here at this time. Show them everything that's being done. And he's had more than one of these friends come out and say, like, yo, I was there. Like, he did show us this. Like, how else would he have known this? We knew he had top secret clearance. We just never were allowed to know where he worked or how what he was doing. And then all of a sudden, he felt uncomfortable and he told us to all meet here. Like, it's kind of weird, man. Yeah, that is very suspect. Mm -hmm. I, You know, part of me wonders, though, like, I believe that all that was going on back then, but... Every major base, well, first off, if it's a secret base, we wouldn't know about it. But secondly, like every major base, probably most of them that we'll talk about are decommissioned now. Yes, um, including Area 51 itself. Yeah, that's what part of me wonders, like, is there anything even going on at Area 51 now um, to be worth being concerned about? Or no, did, did I it think... get so public that the government was like, there's literally no point in having this base anymore, like at least as a secret base, probably still use the runway and stuff like that for Air Force, yada, yada. But they've so, got to well, have somewhere else now. If, you think. if you've think about it like this, you've, if shit were to hit the fan, right, in a country and a war was breaking out, you don't want to have your secret base out of um, imminent domain, right? Out of the area that you have protection over. So if there is yeah, a secret, secret base... I think it's still in the United States or at least in a country that's dominated by uh, U.S. military personnel. Yeah. Just so it can be easily defended. Absolutely. Um, so is there secret bases here in the United States that yeah. may? And I think there is. And mm -hmm. I think they're close to my house, actually. So in um, Florida. Mm, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, the reason, land. and that's why. I think that's, that's harder. Here's my reason why, before I jump into why I don't think that's true, why I don't think it's Florida. I do think we have them, but I think it's in the mountains. I think it's not Nevada. I think it's possibly like Colorado, Montana, Idaho, something like that, because it's a lot easier to drill into rock and hide something in rock and mountains than it is to go into sand and scum of Florida. Maybe that's why um, but they, they're like, nobody's going to suspect us drilling and making basements in the sand. Yeah, I mean, it's almost impossible. I mean, it's a way to naturally mitigate thermals is so, drilling into rock. Right. Yeah. Not into sw well, swamps would naturally release their own thermals. This is true. I mean, both of them can be plausible at this point, honestly. Um, you want to know but why? To your, but to your question, Logan, um, the main like Area 51 up to before Bob Lazar was released wasn't really known. It was like he was he was the story that made it what it really is today. 
Well, so, Area 51 had a few nicknames um, besides Area 51. It was officially known as the um, Hami Airport mm-hmm. or Groom Lake after the salt flat situated next to the airfield, but has also been nicknamed Paradise Ranch and Dreamland. Yep. Um, so back to my thoughts of why Florida. So the Picanoo Strand Forest used to be a, it was going to be heavily developed and they actually made, they tried to make roads and we've we've talked about it in the past, haven't we? Yeah. Um, when I went through the Picanoo Strand and now it's just swamplands and it floods every year. So the developers are sued and now the state bought it out as just a national air quote forest, but you can go into it. You can go dirt bike riding into it, but out there there's actually fenced in areas and you just see this concrete structure with webcams or video cameras on the a chain link barbed wire fence all the way around it. But nobody goes out to it because it's in the middle of the, the Everglades. And it's just, it, it looks like it's not being used. But people are like, yeah, no, people have said they've gone out into it. They see military personnel go out and they don't see them again. That's creepy, yo. Like, and, and believe me, if you're in Florida, you go down to Southwest Florida and you're like, you know, I've got a four wheeler or I've got a vehicle that can handle it. And it's not rainy season. Make your way out there. You'll see what I fucking have seen. It is, it's there. You just, you can't get to it because it's so like there's snakes, bears, cougars, everything. It's mosquitoes, giants, fucking spiders. It, it, it's a good deterrent. It really is. <laughs> like the Seminoles, that's why they weren't, you know, largely taken out is because of how fucking crazy the Everglades are. So you said what we probably have bases that are top secret or were top secret that are now decommissioned are still being used throughout the world, right? Which one right. you said that, Logan? Or... Yeah, I said that. So you guys have probably seen the Netflix video. Have you guys ever heard of Pine Gap? No. No? No, what's Pine Gap? So Pine Gap. Uh, is actually in Australia. It's in Alice Springs, Northern Territory in Australia. It is a U.S. United States military base and literally located in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Like it is miles and miles away from the nearest civilization out there in what do they call it out in Australia? The the out, out in the bush, the outback, the outback, out in the bush in the outback. Um, so yeah, that- like. Edward Snowden is the one that leaked the, the information exactly. about. Exactly. That's what I was getting at. That's part of the documentary. So you have seen it. No, I'm reading an article right now. Oh, you cheating bastard. Well, yeah, he was one that released it um, on that information. Um, so they have a lot of radar detections, deep radar sonar, all this kind of shit. Uh, U.S. Special Forces use it to transmit like uh, instantaneous you know, connections to the rest of their special forces around the world, all that kind of shit, and to the Pentagon. Uh, and including to the president president himself. Um, so that was one of the big ones that was like hidden for a long time until recently divulged and talked about. Do you have any idea? Does it say anything about when that was founded? 1970. Or created? It was just, no, it was established in 1966. The reason that I ask that is there's a Medal of Honor winner who like in the war with the Pacific in World War Two. Um, a group of men crashed. Uh, they were in a um, what they call those a flying fortress, mm-hmm. and B thirty two. Yeah, they were flying over enemies in the Pacific and got off course and essentially crashed their plane. And part of me wonders if we got intel from a situation like that, 
about the location and then decided yeah. like, oh, people can't survive out there because a lot of those guys died from starvation because there was nothing to eat and there's a lot of poisonous animals. And they were like, this is a very hostile environment. We should put a base here. That usually happens. It's always the the hard, unreachable locations. Um, that would make sense, though. I mean, especially with um, Pine Gap. So Pine Gap, the, the main function is to pinpoint locations of airstrikes, nuclear weapons, and other military and intelligence hubs. So I'm sure even that base knows about bases that other countries, you know, don't want people to know about. They know about. So, I mean, other than the United States, I mean, we've heard of other ones like that. But then we have like the United Nations ones where we've they're kind of globally open about it, which is like, uh, uh, I'm going to butcher this. Savalbred, Savalbred, Global Seed Vault. You guys have probably heard of the Seed Vault, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's got seeds. Yeah, they hold all the the seeds of all the native plants in the world in Norway in this vault. Uh, But that's at least one that we've known about. I think they want people to know about it just in case some shit ever happens. They're like, oh, yeah, it's it's over here. This is how you get there. Repopulate the the world with all these seeds. Um, But you guys know that Russia, they have their own, like, UFO testing facility, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's, I suck at that. Kaputsin. Kaputsin, yar. Uh, I think that's as close as I get because it's like Putin, but sin. I don't know. It's close enough. Yeah. Uh, so it's the, pretty much we talked about it. It's built in the fucking mountains, Connery. That's what I'm saying. Mountains seem to be the way to hide radiation, thermals, lighting, everything. It's in the ground and in, in, in the mountains. And it's huge, man. It doesn't tell me the exact size, but I've watched documentaries on it before. Uh, but it's massive of an underground testing facility because they actually do underground nuclear bomb like explosions in this fucking base dude that's huge it's huge have you guys yeah. heard about the one out in the indian ocean there's a base in the indian ocean yep u.s base diego garcia no shit i didn't know that one that's a new one it was yeah. put in uh in the height of the cold war wasn't it uh 1970s yeah, yeah. cold war yeah yeah so i've heard about what, that one what do they do yeah there? well washington denies that it's a prison camp but there are rumors about it being a prison camp and there's like a thousand inhabitants of the island and it's out in literally the middle of nowhere. So So it's not like Guantanamo Guantanamo Bay where it's like, it's obviously a prison camp. The thing about it is there's a name, a founding date, the number of inhabitants and the fact that it's in the Indian ocean. But aside from that, there's very little information out there to be found. I wish there was more, but there's no way for us to know what they do there. So I'm reading up on it. It says Diego Garcia was the solution as uh, and as a byproduct of renting it to the U.S. The British go- government won a ton of brownie points from them and a noteworthy money-related commitment to its Polaris submarine program. The, upro- uh, the uprooted Chagosians, which I'm guessing is the natives of that island at that time, got nothing. They have a Creole word for how they feel, Sagarin. Uh, which means insufferable bitterness because they were basically told, hey, you're not allowed to leave this island, and they started dying off. Um, but yeah, but the reason why I guess you could call it more like a prison is because the natives that were there, they had no choice of what was happening. That sucks. Fuck. That's a very American thing to do. Well, it was the British first, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. It's all thing. Well, very American thing. Yeah, it's always the British that lead us into the problems. Fucking tea bastards. Why Nevada? 
serious question aren't there like 17 bases i think there's actually like three there's four, area there's a lot area six area in 25 Nevada. when you think well, we have seven right that we talked or six and seven and five or whatever and four there's got to be like one through 12 or something stupid like there's got to be one through so many out there i mean the base is enormous at 51 like it's huge and the fact that we knew about area 51 kind of and then this man comes out and says like no there's bases within a secret like there's a base within a base what is this shit i wonder Deception. if they just put like grids on the map and yeah. they're like this is grid 51 and that's why they're calling it that not necessarily that it's 51 bases but you know 51 this grids is, yeah i mean right. area six we didn't know about since uh, uh until march 2016 right um the reason why is because of google earth so realistically if you were to sit down and just look at every square inch of earth on google earth you might uncover things that not many people know about that actually that's funny that you say that that actually happened so um you guys know about like the blackhawks and like our private our private like airplanes right blackhawks yeah blackhawks blackhawk down big blackhawk we're saying the same thing yeah yeah same thing (laughs) Um, so there were, we have, uh, what is the bomber? It's the, uh, the triangle one, the B3. Is that what it was? The B3 bomber or yeah, the vitamin B3. Sure. I don't fucking remember. I'm not good with planes. Um, but we had those ones there, you know, at the time t- high in technology and, uh, we had so many of them and they were uncapturable by like radar and sonar or whatever, all these thermals and everything else. And we lost one. It actually in a test flight went down and we could never find it. And a man on Google fucking maps found it in a hangar in China. Oh, yeah, dude. I actually got the opportunity to see one of those B2s at an air show one time. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty incredible. Like you really it was difficult to see for one. And you really could not hear it until it was basically right over top of you. And it's pretty. I don't know how they do that. I really don't. Very, very Dorito-y. They're cool looking. I had a little, you know how, like, did you guys have Matchbox toys growing up? Like Matchbox cars? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I had the planes too, and that was one of them that I had. I always thought it was really cool. I feel like right. a majority of the time what gives away a base, though, is Google Maps nowadays. Not a lot of people knew about all of these bases until satellite imagery started being released to the public. So... I need to correct myself. It wasn't the B-2 bomber. You're thinking of the big V-wing one that's like a bubble kind of, right? So this one was the predecessor before that. It was the F-117A Nighthawk. It came after the first Nighthawk. It's the one with all the triangles and, you know, that one. It's like a V, but it has a bunch of, like, rectangles and triangles. Very geometrical, I guess is what I say. Not very bubbly. Um but that's the one that we we've actually we we literally lost it and could not find it. And then years later, like, oh, what is this? Why is it in a fucking hangar in China? Oh, I see what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. The the one before the B2. It, this is a surface attack aircraft, though. Yes, but it's a it is a bomber. It is considered a stealth bomber, a stealth fighter. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was more of a fighter. Utah actually has a base too. A base so big it's the size of Rhode Island. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's called the Dugway Proving Ground in Utah. The Dugway Proving Grounds are said to be the place where the next generation of weapon systems, aircraft, chemical, and biological weapons are tested. It is the size of Rhode Island, so everything that you think takes place in Area 51 takes place here too. 
It has a 48,000 square foot chemical testing facility where chemical warfare detection, clothing, and devices are tested. It is said to house exact replicas of buildings, while at one point are even made and some are filled uh, with Japanese furniture, the reasons for which remain unknown. Now, the question that comes to mind is on who and what are these devices and clothing being tested? That is, uh, imagine having replicas of massive buildings to see how it degrades or how it's impacted by weaponry. Don't they, That's how big the, it is. At that proving grounds, aren't, isn't that mainly for like chemical weapons, like biological warfare type stuff? Next generation weapon system, aircraft, chemical, and biological weapons. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I don't know how, like, they've got to be testing it on like animals or. Or Disney's, uh, um, you know, humans. You know, the ones that what? go missing. Jeff Jeffrey Epstein. Right, right. Yeah, he didn't kill himself. So have you guys ever heard? I'm going to kill this one, too. It's a uh, Cold War base as well. Or, you know, during the Soviet reign of Albania, uh, Guntar Air Base. Guntar? Guntar? I don't sure. know how to spell it, whatever. Um. But yeah, so it was an air base, and when it was, I guess we kind of knew about it, but we didn't know the location until after the crash of the fall of the Soviet Union. Uh, we went in it, we found a bunch of like MiG-19, 17s, 21, like a bunch of MiG planes, um, and the Albanian f officials, you know, were like brainstorming what to do with it, because it's huge. And I was like, well, how big is it? Um, so they have multiple uh, tunnels that are 2,000 2, feet long tunnels more than one tunnel that are 2,000 feet long um and its surface area is 10,000 feet by 17,000 feet and they have concrete including the mountain it's built in but they have one section where the concrete is 9,000 feet thick how have how has somebody not sat down with a government contractor and said hey are you the one digging these fucking tunnels? Like, what's your... right? Like, that just blows my mind. I feel like they just kill the the people, the contractors that were involved in construction of these bases. They're like, Oops, yeah, they this NAD, this NDA, we can't guarantee. Dead. Um, I mean, it's also a communist regime at the time, so they probably were just like, sorry, they were killed on the job. So there's, um, I was reading into, um, uh, Dugway. Dugway proving grounds. There was a sheep kill incident in March nineteen. Yeah, in March nineteen sixty eight, six thousand two hundred and forty nine sheep died in Skull Valley, an area thirty miles away from Doug Dugway's testing sites. When examined, the sheep were found to have been poisoned by oregonophosphate chemical. The sickening of the sheep, known as the Dugway Sheep Incident, coincided with several open air tests. Agents of uh, several open air tests of the nerve agent VX at Dugway. So it, it's actually been told that they test, they've had um, tests involving other weapons of mass mm -hmm. uh, destruction, including 328 open air tests of biological weapons, 74 dirty bomb tests, and eight furnace heatings of nuclear material under open air conditions to simulate the, the dispersal of fallout in the case of a meltdown of aeronautic nuclear reactors. They're doing this in open air in imagine the fallout that, you know, cancer, all these things. Everyone's like, wow, cancer is really kind of getting big. What if it's kind of related to, you know, all of these tests that they're just doing in open air? 
And the thing is, it's not just us. Other countries that are all nuclear capable are also doing tests. Um, underwater, above ground, in mountains. We've seen this. I wonder uh, why that's kind of leads to the next question. I mean, you guys, with Mormonism. this happening, you've... <laughs> Mormonism, yes. Uh, that's the question I was going to go with. No, um, like nuclear fallout, apocalyptic situations, right? Have you guys ever heard of Site R? No. You never heard of Site R? Is that where Godzilla you... was born? No, 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 You guys have all watched apocalyptic movies where shit's going downhill and everyone from the White House and the Pentagon gets moved somewhere, correct? To continue, mm -hmm. you know, our stabilization of our government. Well, yeah. Stabilization of my technical difficulty. Yeah, my <laughs> microphone, fucking hell. Site R is it's it's called Raven's Rock Mountain Complex. It's called or Site R, located in Pennsylvania. It is said to include an underground nuclear bunker that is used for high-risk officials, including the president and Pentagon officials, in times of warfare or apocalyptic events. And it's underground Pentagon. Literally, they have everything the Pentagon has, needs, and uses now underground in a site in, in Pennsylvania. Hey, where's that at? On the Appalachian or Appalachian? Mm, Appalachian, baby. Appalachian. Appalachian. Thanks, Logan. I was yeah. waiting for you to chime in on that one. Appalap. And it's crazy. still crazy to me, though, that we poisoned all those sheep with oregano. I didn't know oregano was poisonous. I'm pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. Uh, um, or, organ? Organo? Yeah, oregano phosphate. Is, is, that's the only way I can think of pronouncing that chemical. We have all been what, poisoned. What? You're saying it wrong? I'm going to lose it. <laughs> we have all been poisoned. No, I'm There's just... No... I, I heard you Break say down. oregano, and I was like, what side is he it on? It can't be I oregano. Thought... <laughs> it can't be. That's not, okay. Hold on. I know. I looked it up. So oregano phosphates, also known as phosphate esters or OPEs, are a class of or organo. Or or it has to be. Oregano. O-R-G-A-N-O. -O, phosphorus compounds with general structure. The central phosphate molecule or alkyl. Oh, I'm definitely fucking. I'm still, let's fucking have a shot. God damn it! Too many <laughs> Logan, big ass words. Logan, you're you're our Jamie. Look this shit up. Why we drink? What the hell is lacrimation? Hang on, this is just leading to more questions. <laughs> they're nerve agents, though, is what I'm seeing. Um, Did you they say are lactation? Most, yeah, they're most common causes of poisoning worldwide, and are frequently intentionally used in suicides in agricultural areas. Oregano phosph. Phosphate, that has to be a wiki misspelling because it says oregano phosphate pesticides can be absorbed by all roots, including inhalation, ingestion, and dermal absorption. Now, that is a way to fucking spread something. If it's in the air, you're getting it no matter what. Yeah, it says that it's used as medications, insecticides, and nerve agents, but also it says it causes. Salivation, lacrimation, urination, defecation, gastric cramps, and amesis. I know what all of those are except for lacrimation. Do you guys know what that words mean? That word no means. Idea. Did you that look words? Up? That words means. Um, I don't. I don't see lacrimation. It's lactation, isn't it? No, I learned a new word today. It means the flow of tears. So it's a fancy word for crying. So from now on, if you say you're gonna cry, you should say I'm gonna lacrimate. I'm gonna lacrimate. Are you lacrimate? I'm gonna say that and to my daughter. People are gonna be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Be like, that. Good. Great. I'm gonna teach my daughter that crying. word. You just start sobbing. So we're all kind of we talked about it before, and like you were talking about like biological weapons, and we've we've talked about Ukraine and stuff. But like the thing that is brought to my attention is that like in times of war, a lot of times these pesticides used in very high doses are very 
reasonable and usable, you know, chemicals for warfare. I mean, look at they're using pyrethrin bombs. And pyrethrin, I don't know if you guys know that, it's a derivative that comes from chrysanthemums, the plant. And it is extreme neurotoxin. And we use it on a daily basis across the United States as a normal pesticide. Obviously, we use it at a ratio where it's not harmful or the EPA considers it a non-toxic. Uh, but in strong percentages or strong amounts, it is extremely deadly and a shitty way to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that it's definitely... I mean, we, we, have, we take issue with, with chemical and biological warfare. And I find it astounding that we do so much testing on it, truthfully. Right. Um, but I would assume it's, it's probably... Be, I would like to assume <laughs> that it's probably to find out how to mitigate the effects. Oh, um, what's sure. the word we call that? There was the, they that's were doing probably it when, hopeful thinking, but... Yeah, but wasn't there a name during COVID? It was like, oh, they're doing these testing over. That's how it's made. It's called... There's a word for researching... Um, or words for researching these and making these new slash viruses or bacteria to mitigate if they would ever exist naturally. Uh, gain what is function it? research. Gain function research. Thank you. It's a sentence, not a word. Whatever. Um, do you agree with that kind of shit? Do you think we should be doing it? Because I feel like if I mean I get it. I understand why we do it. Like if it naturally derives out in nature, how do we combat it? But at the same point. Aren't we taking a risk where we could be t potentially making something way worse where we can't mitigate it? Yeah, absolutely. Like, There's always a risk of that. But I think the goal is to find out, like, if we have a virus and we're like, okay, how deadly can this be? Like, if it continues to mutate, I think it's a good way to find out, okay, here's option A and here's option B and here's what we can expect. Here's how we can mitigate. That is the goal of gain-of-function research unfortunately you're absolutely right there's always the possibility that it becomes something that we can't control like what's that game that was popular back in the day on your phones um plague inc yep. plague inc you're making it. you still play a lot of people i still have it too like you're like oh i can change this and then all of a sudden it mutates to this and next thing i've killed the entire population of the world so speaking of oregano i'm still on it so i'm reading this <laughs> So it's about farm workers in the United States. And this is kind of, I never knew this. So I think you might find it fascinating. In the United States, migrant and seasonal farm workers are the most susceptible to oregano-phosphate exposure. Of the U.S. farm worker population, there are about 4.2 million seasonal or migrant men and women and even children, 70% of whom are born in Mexico and an overwhelming 90% of the majority of these are Latino. This almost homo, homogenous racial aspect of employment and farm work in the United States highly suggests social, economic, and political factors undercurrents that would explain their vulnerability. Half of the farm worker population in the United States do not have legal documentation, and two-thirds live in poverty, making it difficult to fully understand and document the characteristics of the population with relative certainty. Furthermore, the group faces linguistic barriers. Linguistic. But it's mentioned that field workers who are exposed to these pesticides continue to further expose their families in their residences, especially through contaminated clothing in which the residue settles as house dust. Increased rate, rates of full-range or adverse birth outcomes result from high exposure to pesticides in a study of 500,000 births among farm workers in the California San Wilcon uh, Valley. So they're saying that a lot of this realistically could even be related to the wall so in 2001 
Um, there was a study done. Oh, I fucking lost it. I don't know. doesn't fucking matter. But either way. So how did we get on oregano? The wall. Yeah, you lost me at the... It can be related to the wall. I got to know you. You can't just do that. Okay, so I let in, in the, sheep, they... the sheep kill incident because of testing of nerve agent, right? right. And then that led me into oregano phosphate chemical. And the oregano phosphate chemical is basically used as a pesticide. But in 2001, where did I fucking... I fucking lost it. I don't know what to tell you guys. I think we should just have a shot and call it a day on oregano. But uh, there was a 2013 review of 27 studies on prenatal and early childhood exposures. Uh, it can be linked to basically ADHD, cognitive mm. defects um, found in really? children at the age of seven, behavioral defects related to attention, ADHD, seen mainly in toddlers and motor deficiencies, abnormal reflexes. Do me a favor while well, I'm going to bring up this point. I want you to Google what plants or agricultural things we eat use that that phosphate or, or oregano phosphate or whatever you're saying uh in the meantime here's my question we've been seeing a large spike of you said adhd and add in the country in general and i always tell people to wash their fruits and vegetables and their food does this have a large connection to why we have an increase in potentially mental health and mental stability because of the freaking shit we're eating it could be because in 2008, a report from the U.S. Department of Agricultural, um, Agriculture, fucking hell, I'm slurring, detectable traces of oregano phosphate were found in representative sample of produce tested by the agency. 28% of frozen blueberries, 20% of celery, 27% of green beans, 17% of peaches, canned and fresh, 8% uh, of broccoli, and 25% of strawberries in the United States. That I is love blueberries. Fuck strawberries. Fuck. This is why I grow my own blueberries. Fuck you, government. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, we have our own blueberry bushes out back. Same with strawberries, grapes, and raspberries. After this Tastes podcast, great. if you don't come back with a blueberry, I'm going to call you a liar. Well, Tastes it's out of season right now, you dumbass. It's growing as we speak. I live in nice Florida. Nice thing about uh, growing blueberries at home, too, though, is you get a little bit of extra protein from the insects when you don't use pesticides. Mm. Damn right. And actually, a fun fact for you guys, since I was in that industry for a while, uh, the EPA actually allows a certain percentage of insects, rat, and mice dung in every single bit of your pasta, just oh, for yeah. you to remember that. Um, oh, yeah. So, you know the pendant, Paul? I've taken you there before. Oh, I can still smell it. What? What? No, actually, I don't even <laughs> want to talk about no. that smell. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. Especially if it was that time of the month. It's this time of year, too. Oh, I hate you. God. <laughs> Anyways, so the Ben Dent, you could go buy like Reese cups for like 10 cents and you could get a box of them. Problem is, is it's kind of a hit or miss. So peanut butter, they allow a percentage of basically larva. eggs and larva to be get passed through. Every time you have a Reese cup, you're guaranteed to be eating larva or eggs. Well, the reason why there's an expiration date is because that shit starts hatching yeah. and it starts creating webs and yeah, More especially than just webs. I can't tell you how many times I would go into a nice, rich house, and they're like, I have all these moths. They're coming from nowhere. And I open their pantry, and I look at their freaking uh, their rice and their grains. I'm like, you have Indian meal wafts and rice weevils literally being born because you haven't eaten any of these grains. Like, there are literally larvae. And I know people are going to be super mad and be like, I'm never going to eat pasta again. It's Okay, it's dormant, and if you cook it, it kills it, people. But regardless, if you just leave it there to, to stale and, and to pretty much rot, they will they will hatch. You will have weevils and Indian meal moths flying around your house because they literally hatch their larvae inside those grains. 
what's crazy is even what's con- like considered healthy food is isn't isn't because no. of the pesticides that are on it and realistically people will not get the food without pesticides because of how far it has to you know transverse through the country to stay fresh on the market shelves i mean pesticides. Well, that's why we constantly tell people to wash your food and for people that don't wash your rice that's why wash your rice you sick bastards yeah there's a reason there's a reason to wash your rice but we've had so many technical difficulties and i do believe it's a part of the tropical storm my internet's kind of being flaky right now uh we're gonna go ahead and just end it here i hope you guys enjoyed talking about the secret bases chemical compounds that have caused um you know paul to be adhd yeah paul to have adhd and being colorblind um and dyslexic and dyslexic. You're just a, yeah. a bouquet of issues. Hey, I got 2020 vision, though, so God's got a sense of humor. <laughs> we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for co- joining Drunk Discussions. Just grab our merch, go to Redbubble, type in Drunk Discussions Podcast. You'll find it there. You can join us wherever podcasts can be found. And please do tell your friends. Uh, if you have questions you want to submit, you can submit them anywhere. You can find us uh, on social media, but you can also email us directly at drunkscussion.crew at gmail.com. That's D-R-U-N-K-S-C-U-S-S-I-O-N dot crew at gmail.com. Anything else, guys? Um, actually, I was going to do something, and this is for all of our listeners, and I'm sponsoring this specifically myself. For everyone that purchases something on Redbubble, we will be collecting and duplicating that, and we will be sending it out to people onto our following pages as well. So if you, every time someone buys something, we're going to get another one, and we're going to send it out, and I'm going to be sponsoring that. So everybody, go ahead, purchase shit, like it up, buy it, and I'm going to be sending stuff out to everyone that likes our pages randomly, and we're going to get, we're going to grow. We're growing because of you, so because of this, we're going to be giving gifts out as well. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. It was really fun, guys. It really was. And we're going to have to get Connery to drink more of that vodka. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great week and be safe out there.